0: Still kissing, the girl turned slightly and seemed to smile at me, slyly, as if we were sharing a secret. I blinked, looked away, then back again. Yes, she was, in fact, grinning at me. A sign, somehow? Or was she just laughing? I stood, disoriented, my book and open purse falling to the ground. "'Hey, let me help you with your stuff,' the girl said, leaping up. She was next to me now. The boy peered over irritated. Apart, their incongruity grew. Her, shabby and a bit tough, yet possessing a silvery, enviable loveliness. Him, the sort of lump no one will go near at a dance. No, no, thank you. I crouched and gathered my things. She shrugged and went back to the boy. Without turning again, I hurried away. When I first arrived in this small town in Umbria, I was childishly disappointed. I'd imagined charming villas, wide, gardened boulevards lined with flowers, the permeating smell of pastries and fresh bread. Instead, walls of stone emblazoned with graffiti, a scarcity of trees. Men with dark eyes slipped through Grafonia's medieval alleys muttering words I couldn't catch. As a newcomer, I felt clumsy and mute. Having studied Italian for three years now, I was, at least according to my university instructors, almost fluent. Yet in the beginning I was too afraid to use any of it. Mostly I moved about silent, flattening against walls in shops and restaurants, trying to make myself as invisible as possible. Soon enough, though, I fell into a pleasant lazy rhythm. I had a glass of wine at 10 a.m. in an overpriced café, watching the tourist family squabble by. I ate gelato twice a day and tried on handmade shirts I could never afford. One afternoon I even sat in the cathedral for three quarters of an hour, trying to drum up some inkling of faith, which, for the daughter of a Jew and an on-again, off-again member of the Catholic Church— Fail to make itself known. Yet I was a terminally responsible person, and this sort of loafing could not go on for long. I had classes to sign up for, and more immediately, living arrangements to make. The programme had provided an initial stay in a clean, if charmless, rooming house near the train station. But my patience with the 20 minute hike to the city centre was waning. And so, my third morning in Grafonia, I went to the bulletin board at the college, and, using my new cell phone, called a few numbers pinned there on scraps of paper, hanging as precariously as the frayed threads of a tattered dress. During the course of the next day, I saw four flats. Having enjoyed a fairly large on-campus apartment back in Nottingham, I wasn't prepared for what passes for sizable in Italy. I had refrained from signing up for the interior housing out of allegiance to this idea I had of my new independence. The other girls might live in that sterile residence for foreigners. I'd boasted to Babs, my best friend back home, but I was going to live with real Italians. Now I was wishing I'd just filled out the damn form and split a flat with some nice girl from Glasgow.' Two of the places required room-sharing, which, after a couple of years of privacy, I just couldn't do. Another four-bedroom, there was a sagging cot in the kitchen, housed five somewhat angry-looking cats. One place looked promising and clean enough from the hallway, but when the door opened I was greeted by a stout middle-aged woman who kept me prisoner for an hour and a half, instructing me, among other things, on where to buy the best sponges for scrubbing our floor. The next morning, I woke, dejected with only two numbers left in my notebook. I called the first and hacked through an awkward conversation with a woman who called herself Gia, then agreed with little hope to meet in front of the university. If these two were dead ends, I told myself, I'd just go to the interior office. Surely someone had cancelled their semester, and perhaps with a little arranging, I could just move in with some other English speakers after all. Within an hour, I found myself following a ropey woman with friendly eyes and platinum hair across a dirty brown square near the entrance of the school. Griffonius Centre is comprised of.